0: Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash P. Hey. Uh, we are back for round two with Brian and Yvonne.
1: Yes, so much.
0: Yes. So if you missed last week, I'm going to be a little bit mean you have to go back and listen oh yeah we just got so much to uncover that we can't retell who they are we're talking uh military spouses um in families and yeah the entire family um dynamics all of that everything that they've gone through so um you need to listen to the first (laughs) to the first part part yeah part one um because we have so much more to get into So welcome back, Brian and Yvonne. Thank Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to steal more of your time. Appreciate it. Yes. Um, When we left off, we were talking about them coming back into the mix. And um, P wanted to talk about, um, you wanted to talk about like basically life after
1: well, yeah, and so one of my questions is because when you when you sign up for the military, you sign up. When they signed up, they signed up for how how long?
2: Um, it's usually four years. Sometimes you can get a three year deal. It's not that well known,
1: but um, for the most <laughs> yeah. part it's a four year and so your husband served twenty years. Yes. And your ex wife served
3: I believe it was twelve altogether. Wow. She got out the same year that our divorce was final. So Okay.
1: So, um, so one of my questions is, was there ever a time and, and see, and I look at it thinking like, you know, are they so into their careers there and their regimen and the routine of it? And although you have this wonderful family at home and you have these, this spouse and you have these kids, what makes you keep signing up? Is it that, is it the, the long-term goal of like, this is a career and a retirement of I'm going to put in my 20 year and you know and retire from this and then move on to something else or is it that like they just can't they can't not I think for Sean it was a little of both Um,
2: he to him I think he was afraid
1: to let go yeah
2: Um, he was afraid to see what was out there Um, and he was I mean towards the end he was very high up so um, to him, that was the only job he knew. Yeah. Um, it was the only like real structure he had um, growing up. It was different for him. Um, but I think he always say, I'm providing for our family. I'm doing this for my family. And I'm like, well, it comes to a point where this is no longer working out for our family Because you're gone more than you are home, Mm -hmm. so how is that helping your daughters? How is that helping me? How is that helping our marriage? Mm -hmm. When he's gone so much, I'm stuck at home with the kids, and yeah, I would get mad at him because he's off seeing the world. Yeah, it's during a war, but he's going somewhere, right? And I'm stuck at home with three girls who poop and pee and (laughs) have to be taken to Girl Scouts and. Parties and birthday parties and, you know, school. do the,
3: the vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> constant and vomiting. And you're doing
2: it all on your own. Right. And I gave up my career. I was um, a finance advisor um, for a software company when I started. So I was making twice as much money as he was when he started. When, well, when I married him. Yeah. Um, I basically gave up any thoughts of a career because in my mind – I had to be home. He was gone. So someone had to be stable for our daughters. Yeah. Someone had to be, have some type of normalcy for our girls. Yeah. Was that hard? It was. And I did.
1: I'm going to be honest. Still to today, I resent that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure it has to be hard and we can get into that later. But the aftermath of it. Okay, now he's out. Now the kids are grown. Now I can go back to my career, but I've been out of the game for so long. Exactly, you know. Exactly. Like now I can f- focus on myself, but I yeah. I put and that on it, the, on the shelf for how it's long? A,
3: it's a real thing that you have this feeling like they're gonna they're gonna see this huge gap of yeah. employment right. that was right. not there. Yeah. So what kind of person is it really? Yeah. Um, like for me, when I went back to work, um.
0: How long were you home with the kids?
3: Like After how, my divorce? Yes. Yeah, so, well,
0: like you went, you stopped working when you, I mean, when I've, she left. I've been
3: home with them basically. since the day they were born.
0: And so you've been a stay at home dad. How many years was that?
3: Well, usually when I add up all their ages, I like to say it's about 70 something years. <laughs> being home with them. But, um, I can see that. So 12 because years.
1: You as a man, I mean, it's not like you can just pick up and get it. I mean, uh, you're you'd have to juggle kids in a different town where you don't have anyone. It's not like you have your parents down the street to go, you know, right. watch the kids right. while you go to work all day. Yeah, so yeah. You have to find really. the balance of is it worth it? Probably see, not. That's why. Time.
3: That's why I made the decision to leave Loganville because I had nothing out there, and it's a small town. Yeah. nice quiet small town out in the desert.
0: You guys were but, literally. your yeah, neighbors this, were so far.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, out there, your nearest neighbor is probably five, six houses between, nothing in between. Yeah. But for me, I, I just when I decided to go back to work, I thought, man, they're going to look at me and think, what did this guy do all this time? You know, and, and yeah. I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm always going to have to explain to these people what I did. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to understand and are they going to believe that?
2: It, yeah. yeah and it was the same for me I yeah. had this big gap I mean yeah every once in a while as a kid started getting older um I was substitute teaching and long-term teaching for their um for their school um I would sub in for the secretary um I worked as a gym instructor for a while um, back when I was skinny
0: um, <laughs> but,
2: um yeah I mean for a long time I was home and and, and Two, it doesn't help your self-esteem. Right. I'm out. I've been out of the game for so long. I have this degree, but I can't use it anymore because I've been out so long. What am I going to do? And it, it it it's depressing. Right. It, it's depressing. Yeah.
3: And a lot of times when you meet new people and, you know, during that time when you meet people and they ask, you know, oh, what do you do? And you tell them, well, you know, I'm a stay home parent. And you kind of feel like, they're going to just go ahead and discard you like oh that that's a deadbeat you know they don't do nothing um, but, but they don't like, know, you know your you backstory your you know, yeah, they so. don't know They don't know the backstory <laughs> so do know it's for for a man it's it's difficult for another man to try to understand that like yeah. you've been home with the kids why you know you need a woman yeah. to raise you you need a woman to to pay your way um but there again, I don't know if it's like that today. I, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more men that, that did what now. I did. yeah. yeah. Um, but surprisingly, I had a lot of male friends throughout the time that she was in the military. Um, they would come and go. We would hang out. We'd barbecue. We'd go do things, um, barbecues, uh, you know, just sit out in our driveways with the rest of the guys and just have drinks while the wives go inside and talk and do whatever they do. Um, I will say that, you know, they never made me feel less of a man, I guess you would say. They really, really warmed up to me very quickly. You know, they made me feel like I was the stronger person than they were. How are you doing this? Because I could never do what you're doing.
0: Exactly. Because that's something that we say about like stay-at-home moms, but it's really a stay-at-home parent. I Mm -hmm. could never be a stay-at-home parent because I am not... I'm not skilled enough to be a stay-at-home parent. You know what I mean? It is rough. It it is. And, I mean, being a parent is a full-time job, but when you're a stay-at-home parent, you are literally with those people every day, day. all day. And it's a lonely job. It's a lonely job. You don't have adult
1: adult conversation. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's why I always say, like, more power to those that can be stay-at-home parents. I mean, you were kind of more... I don't want to say you were forced to do, but kind of, you know. It it wasn't well, necessarily like this. Is, like this is what I want to do. It was more in the situation that's what needed to be
1: done, right? You know, well, and it's not like you get to like even like your spouse comes home at night, right? No, you get you're a break. Like, you're like, right. you're full full always on. Right? right. No, yeah, you're like okay. I'm day. gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna go shower yeah. and you know mm-hmm. have my alone five minutes or whatever, or even have the Uh, probably to them maybe annoying, but like uh, the nighttime pillow talk of like, you're just, this is what's going on with my day. You don't have that. Yeah. There's nobody. Yeah. It's just you. So I could
0: see why, especially I think as, I mean, I don't think it should be that way, but as a man, like I think that, you know, being a stay at home parent is less common. And so the guys probably are like, like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because as a mom, I'm like, how do you do <laughs> Like, I couldn't do it. But, like, for the guys, they're probably just like, you know, it really is something it that was, you are the stronger person, I think.
3: But I was also very understanding of when they would say, you know, I can barely handle being home with them for two hours. Yeah. Because when I hear them say that, I think about my ex-wife. Well, she was the same way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: Not that they can't handle being around them. It's just they're not used to being right. around them.
1: Right. So they don't right.
3: know the routine. Right.
1: So I kind of want to talk about that. So, you know, this is kind of like when, when Ash and I do this, we always say like, we're not here to tell our, our spouse's story or my ex-husband's story or anything. This is our story and Mm -hmm. our journey. They just happen to be a part of it. Right. Obviously, as you live this life together, as you have a family with someone, as you parent with someone, they're just part of the journey that you go on. But raising your kids and being parents to your kids to I guess kind of with a parent with another parent with your spouse but they're not really there but you're not divorced just yet you right. know it's like you're not a, you're not co-parenting and you're living in separate homes on purpose because you guys aren't married anymore it's the, the, the dynamic of that and when we kind of talked in the last episode about when they come home and it's like like Brian, you said, it's like the you want to give them a little bit of room and a little bit of space, but the kids are so eager to see them. And you're eager to see them. And
3: But see, the but adult is more like, mature and they understand. Right. Give them some space.
1: Yeah, you could so, get that right. more
0: that maybe she needs space. But for the kids.
3: Because you can see the signals. You can tell that they're getting irritated. You can tell they're being overwhelmed by just being back.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah so. and especially Sean and where he went And what he saw, um, it it was scary for him, too, I think, because he'd never admit it. But I think at times, like, he was afraid he was going to be so into his thoughts that he may be too angry. Or I don't think he would ever harm her girls, but that rage that he saw, the things that he saw when he was gone, would flash back. And he would get angry. Like a lot of times if he has an argument with one of the girls, he has to walk away. Even argument with me. And you know, you're I'm the right person. Let's settle it.
3: Let's yeah. let's
2: get it done. Argue it out. Yeah. And then be, done with, be it. done with it. He has to walk away because he gets so angry and so frustrated. And then it just And his emotions can't go there. He can't anything. control his emotions. He can control his emotions, but there are times he cannot. Yeah. And so he knows that he has to step away. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's like the only way to control.
2: And he saw a lot of bad stuff. Right. Right. I mean, stuff that he still can't talk about to me. And I understand that. And it's hard, but I understand it. But then I don't understand it. Right. Right. Because he's still the person I married before Mm -hmm. the wars. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just... He's different now. Yeah.
3: yeah. So, and and for my situation, I don't know what she went through when she was over there. Um, In the beginning month or two that she was there when she was still communicating with me, um, she talked about all the live fire that they're taking, all the rockets that were hitting their base and how she'd been up for 12, 14, 16 hours, you know, manning her station, keeping her, her, her gun system ready to be, you know, fired at any time. Um, So for me, I don't know what she witnessed over there because there wasn't a whole lot of communication. I just know that something triggered her mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Like Like something disconnected. Something really just
3: got to the point where she just majorly decided I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm done with the kids. Um, you, you kind of want to think for myself, you want to think that you saw this coming years before, but like we've discussed, you always have that feeling like, why are we even together if we're not going to be together? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to distinguish that type of, was it just those thoughts or was it really happening? Was it really coming down to this point where one of us was going to finally say we're through? Um, ultimately she decided, you know, that she was done and She, you know, she even made the comment to me that you need to be the one to tell the kids that mommy's not coming home. Oh, gosh. And I told her, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that because they're not going to believe me. How old was your
1: youngest at that point?
3: The youngest, Joseph, was 11 or 12 years old at the time. So maybe 13.
1: Adrian, though.
3: Oh, Adrian? Mm -hmm. Adrian was, what, a year and a half? Oh, my gosh. So really nothing to say to him. You know, he has no clue what's going on. But the other three were old enough, smart enough to understand. Yeah. If I were to say that to them. What that meant. Right. But I I told her, I said, you're going to have to tell them yourself. I I can't do that for you. That's your choice. Do
1: you think so? So we've talked about like being in relationships very young. You guys were together in high school. Do you think that had... Do you think that had she I don't know that you met her midway through this that anything would have been different? Do you think that she got too far into her own head with where she was? Do you guys just think that you guys just grew apart? Because that's know, a hard, that's a hard that's a hard statement to make yeah, to and your
3: family. I know that when we were in high school together we were inseparable, you know, and it was hard to be together as well because her family did not like me. They did not want anything to do with me. They didn't want her seeing me. So a lot of it was spent sneaking around just to be together. Yeah.
1: Um, old school. Very old school. <laughs> yeah. that, you yeah. just, there was yeah, no that way around cool. it. Yeah.
3: You know, you guys are telling us one thing, we're telling you a, a different thing. Yeah. We're going to be together whether you like it or not. Yeah. And I would always argue with her, her mom and her stepdad the way you guys are treating her is not going to work out for you because she turns 18 in just a few months, knock it off, you know, but they kicked her out and she lived with us. And for me, I thought this is great. You know, I I finally have what I want. I have her, I've got my newborn, everything that I wanted that I've had is with me. Now it's time to make our own lives together. So that part was exciting. Um, Throughout the years of her being in the military, I would have to say, yeah, it was starting to grow apart. But you don't see it during the time that you're you there. Have with each other, it, yeah. yeah. It's it took years to really look back on it.
1: Yeah. And just
3: puzzle the pieces together. Because you're just
1: you know? so happy to be with each. Like right. Every, right, every time are happy to be home. Every time
3: she came home, you know, no matter what kind of argument you might have had before they left, just or maybe dramatic. there was some arguments yeah. through you know paper mail or email. It all just kind of goes out the window. Like yeah. you're here now. Let's just forget about all that. But. I don't know. Maybe one of us wasn't ever forgetting about all those arguments. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe she kind of kept holding on to that. So,
1: Did you, did you know that it was going to come to that or did were you blindsided by it?
3: By her wanting a divorce? Mm-hmm. It, to be honest, my parents kind of saw it more than I did. Or maybe I just didn't want to see it. Yeah. It's hard to say. Um, but they were down that year for Thanksgiving Um, She she was gone for a few months learning, you know, what it was going to be like when you go to Iraq. So learning everything from using a gun to taking live fire and everything that she was going to be dealing with over there. Um, When she came back home for Thanksgiving, uh, my mom pulled me to the side probably the second day that she was there and said she's very distant with everybody. I said, "Well, she's been gone for a few months. You know yeah. how it is, mom with dad." Yeah. And she goes, "No, it's it's different with her. She she goes, I didn't want to bring it up, but when you and your dad left, she yelled at me, oh. because I was trying to help her in the kitchen." I'm like, okay, I didn't know that, but I didn't bring it up to her because I was hoping maybe that would just fly by and yeah. everything will work out. But now that I look back on that one particular holiday, yeah, she was very distant, um, not very talkative to anybody including me and the kids. And my mom and dad decided they were going to cut their trip short and go ahead and head back. They felt maybe there was like they were invading our time together. Yeah. So they, they took off and nothing changed. She still stayed pretty distant. I wondered, you know, what's wrong with her? Is she still focused on where she's going or is she just maybe now that she's had a little taste of what it's going to be like, she's scared that she made this, this choice.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, so I didn't know. And then she went back, I believe it was Oklahoma at the time that she was doing her training. Um, she did come back for Christmas and again, it was the same thing. Christmas was, it wasn't actually for Christmas because she, she left December 13th of 2010.
1: It was your guys' Christmas. It was our Christmas. She was
3: home for two weeks. Yeah. I want to say that during that time, when I look back on that, I feel like she just, I don't know if she just wanted to get away from us or she just wanted to get away from me or if she was just ready to get this started and get it over with. Yeah. It was really hard to, to think about it. And I did think about that a lot after she left, like it kept going through my mind. Like what, what was wrong with her? You know, what was, what was her deal? Um, there were happy emails that she would send me and then there were not so happy emails. Like she went from explaining what her day was like to asking questions. What are you guys doing? What did you guys do today? To just being full on upset, you know, bringing up old arguments that we had, um, you know, things that, that she didn't like about me or things that she didn't like about our relationship, and. For me, I'm just thinking like, where's all this coming from? You know, yeah. she's got a whole lot of time to be thinking out there. Where is she? You know, I didn't know where she was, but she sure has a lot of time to think about our past. Mm-hmm. You know, what relationship doesn't have arguments and, and stuff like that? Yeah. And I, I just could never think of anything that I possibly could have done that was so bad that she chose that it was over. Especially the kids as well. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. see anybody from you yeah. guys.
1: She
3: didn't want anything to do with the kids. After all these years, I have to say no, because all the opportunities I know were there for her to call them. Um, There was quite a bit of blame in the beginning of the divorce, a lot of blame, like you're keeping my kids from me. And I would have to argue with her on that. How am I keeping them from you when you're the one that told the court, they are to live with him. I don't want them to live with me. So how am I keeping your kids she away from you? Yeah, this was her them. choice. This was her choice. Um, that part was very concerning when that happened because I just, I knew they were going to stay with me because that's just what every, out of the whole family, that's just what we were used to, you know, and I didn't think she had the strength to just take them on mm-hmm. just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to take care of them from now on. No, no, It wouldn't have been that easy, but it was concerning that, okay, you're done with me. Why are you doing this to the kids? What did they do to you that you don't want to see them anymore? They did nothing. They're just kids. Um,
1: And how long have you been divorced?
3: uh, We've been divorced since I believe our final divorce decree was, and I don't know how this happened, but it was actually our anniversary April 10th of 2012. That was our wedding anniversary that I got the papers.
0: Yours too <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it happens. I'm yeah. I, I didn't know
3: if that sometimes. was something that she requested or if it just happened like <laughs> <laughs> right. this. Yeah, you know, the, 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 or... right <laughs> the beginning and the end. So yeah. but yeah, to this day I just I think about it quite a bit. You know, is something gonna snap in her head where she's just gonna call me one day and say, i just made a huge mistake. I want to get to know my children. How are they doing? Do you think they would ever want to speak to me again? Um, because
0: she left the military shortly after the divorce. It was with, wasn't there. within
3: months. Like she, And it just and didn't make any sense because she was supposed to come back with, like I said, a $60,000 bonus was supposed to be awarded to her for doing what she did. Okay. I never saw any of that money. I don't know if she got that money. It doesn't matter anymore. Right. Um, and then her choice of duty station. So I don't know if she was dishonorably discharged or if she was given the option to honorably discharge from the military. Um, if maybe there was a medical situation. I don't know because there was no communications. I just know that she got out.
0: And still at that point, there wasn't a push to... Um, be with the kids, you know, to build a relationship, no. to visit them. There wasn't a lot.
3: In 2011, she requested that she get to spend Christmas with them. I was fine with that, you know. They were going to go down to San Diego and be with her. Um, she she was awarded that. They said that was fine. That they could go down and be with her for Christmas. It was the stuff that I heard when they came back. Now, Joe, he didn't want to go. But he came to me and said, the only reason I'm going is because I don't trust her. I want to keep an eye on the other kids. kids." And I said, okay, that's fine. Understandable. If something goes wrong, you call the police, plain and simple. Um, You know, don't try to be a hero and you know, whatever you think you need to do. Because they didn't know her state of mind. I didn't know her state of mind. Right. Coming back from where she was. I didn't know what she had been through. And so that was kind of a scary moment. When they came back, that's when the girl said that she lives with somebody. And I asked you know, like a roommate or something. She goes, I don't know, because a lot of her stuff was in his bedroom. So that's when I learned, OK, she's already met somebody else. And I said, so why do you think that she's dating him? Is that her boyfriend? Do they just live together and share the place or what? I don't know, dad. I really don't. Because when we got there, he was kind of in a bad mood and he left. So he didn't, he wasn't there while we were there. And so they just had, you know, some awkward moments over there. There were some things that they told me that bothered them a lot, that mom wasn't the same person that they remembered her. And I just told him, you know, I'm sorry. I I don't know your mom anymore. I don't know what she's like anymore. Ever since she went to Iraq, I just don't know what she's like. Yeah. I don't know what happened over there. So, probably about two years later, um, my daughter Kelly was searching up people's names on the internet, and she showed me how easy it was to find people. And she goes, "Watch, I can even do mom." And she typed in her mom's name, and and up popped this. I don't know what you call it—a some type of wedding website. And had her name and some other guy's name next to it that they were getting married. And I said, oh, that's interesting, you know, because she didn't say anything to me, nor would I care at that time. But she um, actually came down, and that's the time that she took them to the zoo. And she brought a lady with her. One of her friend's mothers came down with her. And they went to the Fresno Zoo. And when they came back, another big argument was between me and her about her thinking that Joseph was very disrespectful by not going with her. You know, he's being disrespectful because he won't talk to her. And I had to tell her, I said, I'm really not going to get in between all that. That's a relationship that you have to build with your son. You know, you have to be able to talk to him, explain to him that this has nothing to do with you. You know, this was between me and your dad and it just never took place. It never happened. They never had a, a relationship together. And, um,
1: and, and now the kids are, Their youngest is junior high?
3: Adrian like, is going into seventh grade. He's going to be going 12 to in July.
1: And do they have a relationship with her now? He all? does not. He does not.
3: No. As far as he's concerned, she's the lady that took him to the zoo. And that was back in 2013. So that's quite a few years.
1: Yeah. yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk to Yvonne because Yvonne's been shaking her head a lot. (laughs) I know. I keep looking at her and I'm like, okay, let's hear it. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with Yvonne. Hey guys, we're back.
0: We are back.
1: And I um, want to talk to Yvonne because Yvonne, you kept shaking your head the whole time Brian was talking. And <laughs> and so, um, and it started, I think I noticed like you, when he was talking about his family coming and visiting, they noticed the disconnect. Did you ever have, because you were away from home Pretty much the entire time, right? right. Like you guys yes. just moved back to the Central Valley till he retired he was done. Right. Yeah. So did and you said your mom came out to visit you and stuff, did she ever see the disconnect that he had? At, at times, yes. Yeah.
2: Um, he she would notice when he would get angry. Um, I mean he never took it out of the anger on anybody. Um, but she would notice that he'd drink a little more or he go outside and spend time alone when he couldn't handle what was going inside the house. Yeah. Um, that I think that was his way of quote co- of coping with it. Yeah. Um, was just to be alone. Yeah. And um which, like I said before, was my my way of handling things was like, let's just duke it out and be over and done with mm-hmm. it. Right. He didn't like to do that. Yeah. So, um, and there were many times where he's like, this is, we gotta be over and done. I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, why? And of course he married a strong woman. So I'm not going to just let him yeah. give up. Right. To me, it was, he was giving up. Right. It was easier to walk away from the family right. than that to continue sense. to figure out how, how to make it work, how to move on. Yeah. Yes. And so there were a lot of times where he wanted to give up. And of course I'm a strong little person, probably more than him. And I'd say, no, I married you. We're here for life. And there's even times where the girls would go, mom, why are you still married to dad? Why didn't you leave dad? And I go, it, it's not because of him. I remember what your dad used to be like before the war. Yeah,
1: um,
2: And he was a, great person he still is a great person he's providing for you guys you go to college you you know you each have cars um you have a nice house and everything i go and they'll say like that's just monetary stuff and i go i understand i go but he has been there it's a life it's a life right and i and i said i wasn't going to give up on your dad it's not your dad's fault that he saw the things he saw when he went there and i said i would never give up on you guys yeah. yeah.
0: So why should I give up on your dad? Yeah. Do they kind of get that? Like when you say it like that, do they? understand? Now, I know. Now that they're older, yeah. Now that they're I older.
2: think Katie does, and Kylie kind of does. It's
1: starting to probably
2: right. Yeah. Kelsey, not so much, but Kelsey's her own story, and she's nineteen,
0: and, and she's, she's yeah, yeah and she's still, into herself. Yeah. yeah, and do you think that she feels more hurt? everything than the older girls like that. Right. She feels more resentment. I think so there.
2: because he was gone more with her. Okay. Um, And I mean he was gone with all of them but I think he missed those crucial you know highlights in her life mm-hmm. and she's mad at him for that. Yeah. Well and
1: we always say like every kid is different. Right. You know? So what maybe would have affected Katie the same, it's not going to be the same way it affected Kelsey. Right. Because they're just two different souls. They're two different beings. And, and what maybe was hard for Katie, but she Mm -hmm. could push through. Maybe the other one couldn't. Um, And same thing for, um, for Kylie, you know, it's like, they all are so different. I mean, your girls are all very different from each other in the sense that they are all their own, very individual people. Mm -hmm. And so, the things that they've gone through, I'm sure, especially with their dad, have affected them differently. Right. And maybe in some ways, it's made them stronger. I think you have very three very strong right daughters. Right. Because of it, but there's also a little bit of brokenness because of it. Yeah. And, absolutely. And that's the sacrifice that not only does he make as a father for being in the military and being gone and going to war and seeing what he's seen and dealing with the aftermath of it. But his kids know is how Yeah, yeah. That and that. I
2: totally well. believe that we all suffered his po- his uh, his post-traumatic stress. Yeah. yeah. We all, it wasn't just him. Mm-hmm. Right. We saw his anger and we didn't know why he was angry. Or he'd see something on the TV and it would affect him tremendously. And the girls didn't understand. I think as they got older, they understand. Um, But, and at times they still like, why are you with dad? Like you would have been so much better off. And I'm like, you don't know that. And I go, you don't understand. We have a history. We've been married 20, you know, 20 something years. Yeah, I I'm not gonna leave him. I'm not gonna he give still up. On love him, him. I you still know. It's not like you're not in love with him. Right, and you're just right. sticking around, exactly. you know. No,
0: and they I just don't get that
2: part. Right. Of it and I was never gonna give up on their dad. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Because all in all, he's still my husband, the love of my life, and he's still their dad. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And you understood
1: that it wasn't him. Yeah. You knew that before him. And the after him, and you knew that the issues weren't really him. Right. It right. was stuff that had happened to him that he had to work through or was going to forever be a part right. of him. And you were going to have to figure out together how to deal with it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, he – and I would try to explain it to the girls sometimes, and they, I think they just don't understand. Like, having a child, in, like in Somalia – having a child have a blanket over him and talking to Sean, this is a child, like an 89 year old boy. He had a blanket around him and he was just talking to the boy. He was going to give him food or something like that. He took off the blanket and he had a machine gun. He saw things like that. Yeah. Of being shot at, you know, when he was working, training the Iraqi border patrol, he saw things that no one should have to see. Right. right? And you are, you're you're going to tell me that you don't have nightmares even to this day about what you saw right. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, and you have to give a little leeway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He definitely deserves mm-hmm. grace for that kind of thing. You know, they went out there and, and it, sacrificed and yeah. everything. And,
2: and, you know, he did have a struggle. And, um, and so he did have to seek professional help and it, it, you know, you have to take the good and the bad. Yeah. He's at a point where he's okay. And yeah, there may be times where he may slip a little bit and we know, I know that he just needs his space.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know, how. You you know how to handle it. You learned how to handle it. Doesn't mean the kids have learned how to handle right, it. Right? Exactly. Yeah.
0: I think I think eventually though, there's that. Like, like you said, you think Katie understands, and you think Kylie's like getting there. She's right, and it uh, probably has to do with time and, and maturity. maturity. Yeah, and, living, and being, being an adult seat. living yeah. on yeah. your right. own, and, and also
1: letting go of of the yeah. resentment and the anger mm-hmm. that right. you hold. Because of it. Right. And that's the aftermath of, that's why we, I mean, I say it all the time. It's like, it's the sacrifice of the entire family. Right. Because, yes, we can all be so grateful to to the soldiers who fought it. Because what they've experienced, we'll never know. And being gone from, whether it's whether you were in, in the middle of, of combat or if you were just, you know, away from your family. Period. Yeah. But, It's the families that also have had to endure it during and then the aftermath of it, you know, whether it's that you don't have your parent anymore because they've decided there's whatever, for whatever reason, whatever has happened to them since they've had children and since they began their families, it's now different and it's changed and it's not what they signed up for or it's more than they can handle and they don't want it anymore. They can't. Or it's that you you make it work with your spouse and for your family, but it doesn't mean it's any easier because right. you have to fight every instinct almost to want to give up on. Right. It. Right. Yeah. And I
0: like keep thinking when Sean says that he married you because he knew you were strong and you could handle it. He's lucky that you're so strong though, because I think that in, when you see like uh military families that split up, that's that has to be a very difficult thing for somebody to take on and to be able to get through. And you know, like it's been how many years now, and there are still things that you guys have to deal with. And there are a lot of people who probably can't, you know, they do just give up on their spouse because they can't.
2: With the Marine Corps, um, they said when we were married at the time and during his service, Marine Corps, the divorce rate was about 50%. It could be higher now. I'm not sure. Yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, for all branches, for of the me, divorce wasn't an option. There was yeah. always a way to work it out. That's good. For him, he came from a family of divorce, so for him, he saw it as an easy way out. But I wasn't gonna just say, "Okay, you're yeah. all hell no." I give up everything <laughs> for you. Excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> you, you are walking away. Just because we've been through so much yeah. already. How do you give up on that?
3: Yeah. yeah, And that's what I was talking about is I didn't have that opportunity to to fight with her, to explain to her yeah. you know, think about everything we've had. It. You know, why, why are we doing this? You know, we're what, 12, 12 years into her service. She's got what, six before she can retire. And I really felt like we were in it for the long haul.
0: Right.
3: Um, when we decided that she was going to do her thing, and I would do mine. But I didn't get that opportunity because she was not around for me to give my side of the story.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: I could only send her an email, which usually did not get a reply from. It was just silent. So if she had been around and made that decision, I think maybe something different could have happened. Um, Some counseling, whatever she wanted to do to help fix whatever issue she thought was wrong You know, every relationship has problems. I would have been all for it yeah. because you do. You do feel that I've given up everything for you to be able to do what you're doing. And I'm taking care of not only my children, but your children as well. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my part. I'm supporting you on the same, you know, same hand. Yeah. And it's a struggle where for them, it's go off and do what they're doing. Put the family to the back of the head because they have to focus on what they're doing. For us, it's a little bit different. Yeah. constantly thinking about them are they safe are they alive yeah you, you know you just you don't know so if I would have had the chance to to give my side of the story and to try to hold on to what we had for 15 years I believe all together is what we were together then maybe something different could have happened yeah but on the other hand if she had you know when somebody makes up their mind that they're done. Yeah, not,
1: sometimes there's yeah you know, nothing there's, you can no. say. Well, and we've said this before, too. When a woman says she's done, yeah. she's, like, done. Like, usually. Um, usually usually it's that when a woman says she's done, she's done. Yeah. And when a guy says it, eh, there could possibly be <laughs> change yes. to that. <laughs> right. And,
2: I, I mean, I do know that on his last deployment, he was on the 11-man team. And that whole 11-man team has struggled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he does oh, you keep mean
3: with their relationships with their? Spouses? Everything. Okay. Like
2: everything. In life. In life, they have struggled. I mean, they're all they're successful. After. Successful.
3: So see, he's surrounded by it. Yeah. Right. Is that right. what you're getting at? He's surrounded and by it. what happened
2: there. Right. Yeah. So Whatever. they what have that have bond. With. They do talk to each other, which I'm glad that they all have that outlet with each other. And they have helped each other because they all know because they all know what they saw what happened right and so they all depend on each other and when one man is down they
0: help that guy out that's good that's good to have that because a lot of times you know that's not the case and i think that you know Mm yeah that's why we see you know suicide rates with our military because if you don't have that, you know, they, they do see a lot. Like my grandpa won't tell us anything about any of this stuff. Like we didn't know that my grandpa had a silver star until like four years ago and he was in the Vietnam war. So it's like, they don't talk about that kind of stuff, you know? So you have to be someone who's been there and the fact that they, they were together, you know, it's not like, of course, it's not like, okay, this Vietnam veteran, this Vietnam veteran, they were both at Vietnam, so they're going to talk. It's like that bond that they have being with each other, watching each other's back, you know, having that, um, th- I think that's so good. That- yeah,
2: and, and I don't have that bond with them. Right. I, right. I wasn't there, so yeah. there's only so much as a wife I can do. Yeah. I can lead him in a direction, like with a counselor, or I can say like, you know, let's, let's try something new or something, but I can't, I can't do that. Like I can't convince him. Like what he saw was, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but just that what he saw was not what I saw. Yeah. And I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. I didn't feel any of that, but those 11 men did. And they can really support each other. Yeah. On that
1: end, I can only just be here as a supportive spouse. Wow. Yeah. So how long? How long has it been since um, since he's been out
2: now? Um, we moved back here. I think 2009. He still had a year left, so he stayed behind in Oceanside, and we moved here because I wanted to start Katie in high school her freshman year. Mm. Yeah. So we lived apart again for a whole year. Um, But, yeah, so hes it's been, like, since 2010. So Yeah, and it's
3: something you never get used to, you know, when you have a short amount of time to spend with them. And like I said in the beginning, when you're – just when you get to that point of normalcy in the household, you know, they're back, you're not really thinking about the separation anymore, they're being deployed again. Yeah. And – it's just, and on another note, like she's talking about their support group, that can bring arguments as well between two couples because it can turn into the one that stays home was, I'm glad you have a support group. I really am, but
1: where's, my, where's yeah where
3: was my support group yeah. during all this? Yeah. You know, and a lot of times they don't want to hear about it. They really right. don't. They don't want to know about what was going on while I was gone yeah because of the fact that there's absolutely nothing they can do to help you. Right. You know, and I know that. You know, a mature adult knows that if somebody's not there to help, you can't hold them accountable for that. Right. But you would like for when they return to at least listen to what you have to say. Yeah, yeah. to
0: have out. their support at right. the
3: least. I mean, we've had you've been gone six, seven months. I just want somebody to talk to. You, you yeah. Know? Somebody yeah. that that I know, somebody that I'm, um, you know, that I love, not just the women around my (laughs) (laughs) cul-de-sac
0: which are causing problems anyway
1: (laughs) so now now that it's been some time um brian for you you're gonna get you're you're engaged to get married Mm -hmm. you're you've definitely moved on you know you realized what it is what it was and how it's probably made you a hell of a lot stronger than you would have ever been. But it's a struggle in
3: its own deal because I've already been through it once before. So there is a lot of, why do I want to do this again? Oh yeah. And, but for her, she's never been married before. So for her, it's probably more of an excitement for her to finally have that man in her life. For me, it's, you can kind of think back like, I don't know. You know, I don't yeah. know if I really want to do this. I kind of like it just the way it is.
1: Yeah, with us right. It's so together. It like episode I know. <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about that one. Yeah. It is tough. It's tough to put yourself out there like that again. And also, I think for for me, in my sense, it was like I didn't need it. I didn't need to say that I was married to someone because mm-hmm. I just loved them, and that's the person I was going to be with, right. and that was enough for me. But he had never been married. And I think that was very, very important to him. Mm-hmm. And I loved him enough to understand that. And now I look back and I think, here we are now. And I think, there's no other way. Yeah. You know, I love it. That's mm-hmm. what it is. But it's hard. For you, Yvonne, you are now nine years out of it. Yeah. Ten. ten.
2: Yeah, ten. ten eleven.
1: eleven. Eleven years out of it. And I'm sure... By They're the way, still, he, he
2: still works for the military. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in Lamar. In Lamar. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> that's so funny because yeah. his dad is a civilian. Owner.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure even to this day, there are still things that you guys have to deal with.
2: There's oh, still a, issues. And in the back of my mind, I'm always worried, okay, is this going to be the day that something goes wrong that he has a flashback or something and he's gonna get sick again or is he gonna um you know it's always a constant battle yeah and I mean I know he's strong now but I know when there's been days when I've seen him and I know he needs to be alone yeah and no matter what I do or say it's it's not gonna help
1: it's not gonna help and then in end you're dealing with keeping it together for the entire family because right. your girls are not at that point they're although they're grown they're not at that point where they can fully maybe understand it all just yet right maybe things are starting to sink in but there's a full understanding i think we have as we get older as adults that we're like a, you gotta give it to the guy. Like you gotta yeah. give it to them because I don't know. You know yeah. what they've I seen. What I, I could I don't know. I how would I have dealt with it? How would yeah. I have? How could I live with it? I don't know. Um, and I think that your girls will get there. But I'm sure it's been a tough battle, and I'm sure that they have a lot. of, we we talked about this. It's like they have a lot to say. I'm sure about this. Oh, grown sure really, yeah. absolutely. A lot um, of questions. They've grown yeah. up with this. Yeah. A definitely. single married parent. Yeah. You know?
2: And they, to this day, there's a problem. Like the girls, one had a flat tire and she lives in, in Northridge. She goes to school in Northridge. She calls me. I
1: don't, a, <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> to change that. know your dad knows how to do that kind yeah. of thing. Right? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> like,
2: I'm like, it. okay, well, call a. a the repair thing through the insurance, and, and and come fix your tire, and then take it to a tire shop to fix it. It's just like, well, what tire do? What do I do? I'm like, you need to ask your
1: dad, <laughs> because
2: I don't know what tires you need for your car. I yeah. Think, I
1: think what breaks my heart the most about that is that I think that he is a very good man. Yeah. And I think that. He would have loved to be that dad for them, but that's not the cards that were dealt. No, no,
2: absolutely. I, I totally believe, total, (laughs) total, truly believe that because he was gone so much, he missed. I believe he missed every first birthday, every second birthday, every first Christmas. That he truly didn't learn to be a dad. Like Tony learned to be a dad. right? Yeah. He didn't know. Right. You know, like we went through the chicken pox together. He was gone. Yeah. Kelsey had the febrile seizures when she was little.
1: Those moments mm-hmm. you get with your kids that you guys will have forever that he wasn't a part of. Right. And I think that a lot of that too is probably that, Uh, him not knowing how to be that dad is his growing up maybe Mm -hmm. and then and um, then yeah and then then the life that he had as you know as a soldier and being gone from his family that those that those moments had he been able to have those it maybe would have been different so he doesn't he's not given the opportunity to be the Calvary for his daughters right? that maybe he could have been. Yeah. And there, there are, are
2: times like the girls will go, Um, I think it was Katie goes, mom, remember when we used to go to Carl's dad and we would feed the ducks with the bread. It was just you and me. Or sometimes Papa would be with us. And I go, there were times that dad went too. And she goes, I don't remember those times. And I'm like, I feel bad for, for him. him.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Cause he doesn't, he didn't get to share the good and the
1: bad. Yeah. yeah, It's more of the bad that's remembered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just hope
2: someday the girls understand that. Yeah.
0: They you? recognize. Right. Yeah.
2: I mean, for them, and I think because they were girls, there's always going to be that bond with me. Oh, before. yeah. Right. And right. And they're always going to come to me first. Unless they're super mad at me for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. They're always going to come to me first. Yeah. But
1: I wish sometimes they'd go to their dad. Yeah. If not just for them, for him too. Yeah. Right. It would help their relationship.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. I have two questions real quick that I want to get you guys um, to share. Um, Is there any... Thing any friends or neighbors could have done or did that was especially helpful. So like anyone going through what you guys went through is there something that someone did or could have done that you think like that made the difference or that really could have
3: helped? As far as what? Like,
1: like when we, they were deployed. Yeah like if we had a neighbor like what would you tell us? Like what would have been helpful or what was helpful? In, mm-hmm. in Oceanside
2: we had a neighbor who was a former Marine. He had four kids lived with his wife um and then he started working for the high school as a janitor and he would always check on me house okay do you need something something broken do you need do you need me to change something or the dog's okay um and he he was like do you want me to check the oil in your car um i appreciate that because just to check yeah just just to to check in on me I mean, because I was the crazy lady who, when my husband was deployed, I would go home for a month. I would come here, and I'd spend the time with my parents, and I would bring three cats, three dogs, and three children Yeah, in a minivan. And I would travel over the grapevine from San Diego all the way here just so I could have adults with me, just so I could get the break. And that's how far. And I think if anyone knows military families, just say, hey, do you need a break? because sometimes you feel like you're going to go crazy yeah. and there's times where the kids are crying and you're, you want to be that parent for them, but
1: you like you're losing it. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I had, I had both the, the men and the women that were there for, for help and some, some support, um, really more support for the, the stay home parent side came from the wives Um, for the men. It was more of, you know, more of teaching me things because, you know, I was young. I was only 20 when this all first began, Um, but I got a lot of support as far as, you know, car work. Um, I got a lot of support from the military housing maintenance crew. Whenever something happened in your house, you were to call the maintenance person and they would come out and, and make note of it and then do the repairs uh, the nice thing about these guys is whenever they came out to do a repair they didn't mind that i was standing right there next to them watching what they were doing so over the years of all the repairs because trust me there's a lot of repairs <laughs> that need to be done in these military houses i learned a lot you know plumbing you know all, anything that has to do with taking care of a household and that's definitely helped me out to this day with having my own house and, you know, I can work on my vehicles. I can take care of those. I rarely have to ever take it to an auto mechanic. Yeah. Um, repairs around the home, I can do all that because of the fact that I have the support from those maintenance guys. Mm, that's awesome. So that that helped me in the long run. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I won't ever forget the ladies that were in my cul-de-sac that, that were there to help me when it came to female issues. Mm-hmm. So with my two daughters. Yeah. Um, I, I was always told yeah. that I could go to them for – Whatever reason, Um, as far as being told if you ever need a break, just, you know, give us the kids and you go off and do what you feel like doing. I never really wanted to leave. You know, I didn't feel like I needed to have a a break or I needed to get away from the kids. Um, You know, plus there would be that feeling of guilt. So the trips that we took, same thing over the grapevine, especially during that snow. That was something else. Um, I would just pack them up along with my two dogs, and we would just head over back into Lamore to <laughs> visit my parents. That was my getaway. So that was that was my, my time to, you know, have some form of relief, yeah. a little break. But as far as having to go out and, and, you know, hit up a bar or a club or anything like that, <laughs> I yeah. didn't do anything. None like of that. No, I think no. Yvonne's
1: talking about like a bath. Yeah. Just a
2: moment. <laughs> you know, like if I had to go Not to the grocery store, I had to take all three
1: kids
2: before yeah. Instacart and everything. Right. Else, exactly. And see yeah.
3: that yeah. that right there can either be a disaster or it can be almost like a vacation. <laughs> if, yeah. if your trip to the grocery store went very well, then it was fun. But if the kids were acting up, I never should have done this. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, we let me no I got. I've got one more. Okay. So my last question is: Do you have any advice for someone who's going through what you guys went through? So, a military spouse, right now.
3: For um, me. Oh,
0: sorry. Go
2: ahead.
3: That's fine. Go ahead.
2: Um, I would just say build your support system. When you go to a new place, try to find those people who can help you. I, I mean, I have a role that, and it was just my role. I My kids were never going to be in the military. I didn't want that experience for them. I don't want them marrying a military person. It That's just me. I don't want them to go through what I went through because it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. It was really lonely. So if there is military out there that, um, starting out and their family or they're getting married find that support system whether it be a church a club a neighbor find it find it
3: and for me i would just tell the guys if there are guys out there that are planning on doing what i did or are already in that situation um, just it's a job it really is it's a hard job but it can be done you know i did it i did it well I give myself a lot of credit. I get a lot of credit from a lot of people, uh, especially the ones that tell me I could have never done that. So I don't know how you did it, especially raising four kids as a man by yourself. um, It can be done, you can do it. It's it's challenging, but for the love part on your spouse is just love her, you know, no matter what, just love her. So
2: be patient.
3: yeah. Yeah, be patient and just give it your all. That's all you can do and hope that that they soak that in and, and hold on to it when they're gone, because for me, it didn't work. So,
0: Well, thank you so much, you guys. I, I love you, you both and appreciate <laughs> you guys sharing um, all of these personal things. But I think it's so important for um, people to be aware because it is so easy to look at the, you know, the military member and be so thankful, which we should be so thankful for them and grateful for them. But it is also, um, I think it's lost a lot on everything the families go through. So thank you
1: so much for sharing your guys' stories. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for swapping with us. Segment music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.